You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Hello, hello, you weird bastards. This is the S Machine. I am driving yet again. And uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those weird... I hate when I'm driving down the road. And you, you become kind of an idiot sometimes when you're driving down the road. Because for some reason, the, uh, the baser instincts in you come alive when you're driving down the road. And you also do stupid things when you're driving down the road. Like right now, as I'm walking down the road... I happened to see a young lady in in like tight yoga type pants. And as a guy, as disgusting as it is to say, when you see a woman in tight yoga pants, usually you get one of two things that are going through your mind as you go in a direction that's going to allow you to have a nice long look at her buttocks. And you are going to look at her buttocks. And it's not sexist to look at a woman's ass if she's walking down the street. It's sexist to go, hey, baby, let me get up in that. It's sexist to yell stuff. It's sexist to, to leer at her in a way that, you, that she knows you're leering at her. All of that stuff is disgusting. I get it. But if a woman is walking past you, you're stuck at a light. And you can see in your rearview mirrors, you're looking to see if there's, you know, what kind of vehicles are behind you. And you see an attractive woman walking toward you in yoga pants. And you can tell from the front that this is either going to be something... This is going to be just an ass. And if it's just a woman's ass, it's still pretty damn nice because it's a woman's ass. Or it's going to be the highlight of your day unless you're rich. You know, and that's the truth, man. Everybody. See, people don't understand. I don't know how it is for women because I've never been one, but I know how it is for a guy. Especially if you don't have a woman that you're, you know, in a relationship with or getting it on with at the time. See, if I have a girlfriend you know, and and we're at the point of the relationship where we're getting it on on a regular basis. I don't really pay attention to anybody else. It's like, I got a girlfriend. I, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I could sit there and leer at the other women, but it's like, there's a woman either at my house, if we're living together, or I shouldn't say at my house, but at our house, if we're living together or someone that I'm dating that uh, will allow me to have sex with them. So I don't necessarily need to sit there and leer at you or look at your breasts because there's a woman at my house or at our house or at her house who allows me to uh, slob down on her boobs. So, you know, I don't have to sit there staring at another lady's butt. I got a woman at home who allows me access to her delicious buttocks. So it's not a big deal to me to see a sweet ass on the street if I have a girlfriend. But right now, I do not. So the lady in the yoga pants is approaching the car, not to talk to me. She's walking down the street. And I'm looking at the light, and it's red. And it's been red for a little while now. And I am literally going, if you turn green, damn it. Because if this light does not turn green and it's still red and she walks past me, she will walk within my line of vision and it won't be me leering at her delicious ass. It will be her delicious ass walking into my line of vision. And I am not at fault for that. If I'm already looking in a direction and your delicious ass walks in front of me, it's not my fault. The ass was just there. I was already looking at direction. In fact, your ass assaulted my eyes with its yummy goodness. I should be mad at you. I was just wanted to look at the side of that tree. I didn't want to see a beautiful woman's delicious ass in yoga pants. 
How dare you assault my eyeballs with your delicious ass? You should be ashamed of yourself. Who told you to have the genetics to have a delicious ass and then walk in front of me with it? You make me sick. Okay, that's stupid. But but the thing is, so I'm waiting, and I know that this is either going to be just an ass, meaning just a, just a regular ass that I'm still going to think is yummy and delicious, or this is going to be one of those spectacular asses. That's what I like to call them sometimes. Spectacular asses. Spectacular asses. But I can't wait to see. That's awesome and incredible. And I know you're hearing a lot of wind because I have the window open. Shut up. Deal with it, you bastards. <laughs> All right. She walks by. And it is, of course, a delicious ass. And the great thing about it was, which made me feel less guilty, was I got maybe three or four seconds of looking at her delicious ass before the light changed and then I was able to escape the trance of her spectacular ass and keep on going. You know? But sometimes you feel guilty looking at women and some women get mad at you for looking at them and I don't blame them if you're like one of those disgusting people that just sits there and stares at a woman's ass like a pig and you let me roll these windows up stares at a woman's ass like a pig and some guys kind of assault women with their leers if you look at a woman and you smile and you look away she knows okay this guy says I'm it finds me attractive and that's great I'm complimented by that but he's not a disgusting pig some you know it's like the dudes that look at a woman's ass and then they start like grabbing their junk yeah girl I want to put this in you (laughs) really Dude, just calm down. You know, has that ever worked? I, You know, first of all, I would never do that, but I can't imagine that that would work. And if the woman actually was like, hey, now that you've grabbed your genitals and said disgusting things you would like to do to my ass, I am now going to take off my clothes and give you some delicious buttocks. No, I wouldn't even want a woman that actually, you know, <laughs> even responded to that crap, right? You've heard me talk about that in podcasts before. You know what I'm saying. So, spectacular ass... And I'm not calling her spectacular ass. I'm referring to her spectacular ass. So the spectacular ass on this woman just comes floating by. And uh, the light changes. I only get to see a few seconds of it, which makes me... Like I said, I don't feel guilty just looking at a few seconds of it. Because if I had you know, cause if I had looked at it the way I, as long as I wanted it to, to look at it, uh, I believe... Uh, let's see. If I looked at her spectacular ass as long as I wanted it to, I would probably stop looking at it during the second term of the Malia Obama presidency. If you understand what I'm saying, that's how long. So I didn't feel guilty for looking at her delicious ass. I would have felt guilty if I looked at it longer. I would have felt guilty if I she caught me looking at it. I would have felt guilty if I was thinking in pure thoughts. Because I was not thinking in pure thoughts. Mainly because having lots of sex with that woman is not an impure thought. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyway, so guys, if you want to look at a woman's delicious ass, take a quick glance. Be a professional about it, damn it. Don't be a pig. Don't grab your junk and say all the stuff you want to do to it. She knows the stuff you want to do to it. If she's over a certain age, not only does she know the stuff you want to do to it, she's already been with a couple of guys at least, and they've already done those things. She knows what you want to do. You don't have to tell her. Women don't have to tell you, Hey, you, I would like you to put your penis in my vagina. They don't have to tell you that crap. You know it already. So shut up. Just look at the sweet ass. Be polite to the woman with the delicious ass. Don't be a pig, because the more you are a pig, the more difficult it will be for us to be able to sneak peeks at a woman's delicious ass. Just imagine if guys actually snuck peeks at women's delicious asses and were, you know, gentlemanly about ass looking. 
man, you know what I mean? If you were gentlemanly about ass looking and boob looking, do you realize we'd actually get an opportunity to do more boob looking and buttocks looking? It's the pigs that make it wrong. It's the pigs and the disgusting people that don't know how to look at a woman's ass that make it wrong to look at a woman's ass. So guys, for the sake of all of us, if you're going to look at a woman's ass, be respectful about it. Treat the woman's ass with respect and love. And if you do that, we'll all have the opportunity to enjoy looking at women's delicious asses. That has been my podcast PSA, public service announcement. Be kind and be respectful when ogling a woman's ass. That way they won't mind it and we'll get the joy of doing it. Yeah, I have all the good info and I love to help. Yeah. You know what? Let me talk to you about something interesting here. I uh, I go into an office building to conduct some business, and there's a man behind a counter. And it says underneath him, it's a sign that says receptionist. So I walk up to him and I ask him a question. And he goes, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He's, very, he's not the most helpful cat in the world. And I go, I said, well, they said that to, to ask you. Uh, no, I, mean, I figured you'd know because you're the receptionist. Whoa, what? Receptionist? Oh, I'm not a damn receptionist. That's a girl's job. It's a woman. I'm, I'm, I'm the... He couldn't even figure out what kind of fake name to give himself. I'm like, dude, it says receptionist on the sign in front of you. This is the job, a receptionist. You want to receive the people that come in and help them get to where they want to go. You're like the air traffic controller for the building. It's actually a pretty cool job insofar as no one can get anywhere without you. You're like the concierge of this of this uh, tall-ass building. There's nothing wrong with the title. I hate that title, man. They're going to come up with some another title for me because I, he's going through all of this ridiculousness. And I never understood how we get so dumb with the titles, with the names of jobs, and how some jobs that both sexes can do equally well, which is 99.9% of the jobs, how we sit there, we make, we act like a job is just specifically for one sex, like receptionist, like a guy can't be a receptionist. And even if a guy is a receptionist, people will always throw on the gender qualifier in front. He's, we have a male receptionist up front, and it's a male, he's, this was receptionist, but this one's male. So, you know, I know receptionists are supposed to be women, but this, we have a male when he's male, I'm going, no, a receptionist is a job. You don't just, a job title doesn't necessarily mean it's, like I said, gender specific. Right? You know, if you say plumber, you say plumber, you auto, people automatically assume just because you said plumber that it's a dude. No, a plumbing, plumber is someone who fixes your plumbing. It doesn't matter whether it's male or female. It doesn't matter at all. Does the person know how to work on plumbing? Is the person successful at fixing the problem? Does the per- person know how to put the pipes back together? Does the per- person know how to do the work? Yes, then that's the plumber. That's the plumber April. You wouldn't say, oh, uh, uh, the female plumber is coming, the female plumber, because we know plumbers are guys with ass cracks hanging out, but this is a female plumber. The plumber's coming, but the plumber is a female, so we just want to let you know that plumber, female coming, not not a guy, because plumbers are guys, but normally, most of the time, but this plumber's a female, so the, pl- the plumber is female. Female plumber, damn it, female, because we have to make sure you know that the plumber, which is supposed to be a man, is actually a female. No. Plumber is a job. Stop with the stupid qualifiers. And a lot of times what they'll do is they'll add, they'll take the name or the title of the job and they'll female it up in their estimation. The, right? 
But they don't do that with a lot. Like, just imagine. I'm surprised they haven't come up with the term plumberette. I'm surprised they haven't done that. Oh, well, the plumberette's coming. Plumberette, so it's a woman? Of course. Plumberette, et. I, there was et added to it, to the title, so it's plumberette. Like, actress. The job is acting. You're an actor. That's the job. You're pretending to be some shit. Actress. No, you're just a fucking actor. That's why now, if you notice, women have decided, could we stop the trash crap? He does a job acting. I do a job acting. We're both actors. Just call us actor. And now they say, fine actor, whatever. And they'll mention the female's name. Because it's just the job title. You don't have to fucking female or male the shit up. Cut that crap out. And it always annoyed me. Um, right? I, you don't, like, my doc, I, I've had the same, my doctor actually changed. I've had the same doctor for, good Lord, 15 years. And, and my doctor has retired, so I'm getting another doctor. And as it turns out, my new doctor is also a lady uh, who's taken over for. But the thing is, I don't call my doctor Dr. Et. That's my doctress right there, my doctress. I, mean, I know doctors are supposed to be men, right? So this is, but the fact that she's a female and she's a doctor, she's a doctress, right? She's the doctor at. That's my do, that's my doctor at right there. No, that would sound dumb. Oh man, I can't believe these fools are suing me. I better call my lawyeress because my well, see, men are supposed to be lawyers, right? And there's no possibility that a woman could be a lawyer, right? Because you're an idiot if even thinking that. But but this woman is a special woman. She's different than other women, and she actually was able to make it in, through law school. So she's a lawyeress. That's my law and my lawyerette. Uh, no, it's a job title. Shut up. <laughs> It really, I mean, and and the funny thing is, I'm not a, I'm not even a lady, and I've always thought that was dumb, you know, because because the thing is, a lot of times what happens is, even in Hollywood, when you go auditioning for a job, say I, I go in to read for a job, and the job is lawyer or doctor or some kind of quote professional job and i'll walk into the room and there'll be 75 white guys that look exactly the same and then me and i walk in there and people are looking at me like oh this guy must have walked into the wrong room uh no i didn't walk into the long, wrong room i'm i'm i fit the age description and the height they didn't say anything about the ethnicity at all uh, in the description of coming in here and reading for this role i have command of the english language just like you idiots do and none of you are actually doctors. You do know that, right? None of you fools went to medical school. Okay? It didn't say white doctor. It said doctor. <laughs> you know? It's like, if, if you know... And so it's just a weird thing where sometimes you put something up there and people lock into a picture of what it's supposed to be. You see a receptionist, you hear a receptionist, and the first thing you think is you think is that that, that pretty white chick on the uh, lady on the on, on the Toyota commercial. You think of the pretty white lady on the Toyota commercial, and you think receptionist, pretty white lady sitting at a desk where the desk is here, and all you can see is her from the chin up because for some reason they can't be seen behind the desk. For some reason they're down low like that. I don't know what the hell that is. You think doctor, you think old white guy with a little bit of a paunch in his stomach, and that's what you think. He got a little bit of balding hair, got the glasses on, he walks in there, he actually looks past you when he walks in and puts you and take your clothes off and put the, put that robe on that for some reason, even over the course of time that people have been making robes and the simple fact that people, human beings, have been clothing each other for years, for some reason, this robe will not cover all of your ass. 
I know people, I know you actually came in wearing clothes, meaning that people and human beings have the ability to make clothes that will cover your entire body, including your ass, but for some reason that technology has not made it into the hospital. We have things that can actually radiate people's lung cancer. We can do that. We have things that can find single cells. We can x-ray people. We have MRI machines. We can kill, uh, we can give birth to babies. We save lives routinely. We can do all sorts of the best medicine, can, incredible and just incredible medicine, but what about having some cloth that can cover your ass cheeks? Sorry, we have not used our brilliance to come up with that. We can't solve that problem. See, that guy over there, he had triple cancer. We cured him with, a, with, with two drops of water that was specially radiated to double kill the triple cancer. And then that's it. In fact, he's so healed, he actually puts his hands on people and heals their asses. We figured out how to do that. That's going to come out in the news. When you go home, it'll be on the news that we figured that shit out. Huh? We still haven't figured out how to put a robe that lets people's asses not be hanging out and having their nurses laughing. We haven't, sorry, we're two, we're geniuses, but for some reason, we can't figure out to cut the cloth longer to make your balls covered and keep your ass covered. We haven't figured that shit out yet, sorry. <laughs> you know but it's really weird I, I, I mean isn't that weird to you that, that when you I mean I, I don't know if it's like a prejudice thing or a sexist thing but sometimes even if you're the most enlightened person in the world when someone says the name a title of a job you automatically have a picture in your mind when someone says certain things you have a picture in your mind and when there's something that isn't that you go huh Right, And I think it's disgusting that women don't have the opportunity to do certain jobs because of dumbass guys who can't figure out that women should be able to do those jobs. That's the guy's problem, damn it. And there's certain jobs that guys can do that people automatically think it's going to be a woman's job. When you think nurse, you never think guy. Don't act like you think of guy when you, when you think nurse. Of course you don't. Why do you say that? Because if they say that the nurse is coming in and you're sitting there at the hospital, what do they say? The male nurse will be in here, those sexist pieces of shit. Like you're just going to assume that men can't be nurses, that they can't be nursing and help people, you sick bastards. Of course they can, damn it. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? Just to make my point, it's not enough that I'm just an incredible comedian and a just delicious, incredible podcaster. That's not enough, damn it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to add another slash to my resume. I'm going to become a wet nurse. Yeah, that's right. I'm a man with a wet nurse. Do I have tits? Nope. But I want to be a wet nurse anyway. Now the kids will be upset. Because they'll be going, there's no milk coming out of these non-existent tits. And I'm going to say, shut up kid. I'm not going to be held out of my job being a wet nurse to babies. Okay, that's just weird, isn't it? Because I don't want no baby spit on me. That's gross. I don't even like it when I'm taking care of my nephews and nieces and they slob on me. So I definitely don't want somebody else's kids spitting all over me. So forget that. But you understand what I'm saying, damn it. Men should have jobs that that women have because just because they're men, they shouldn't get those jobs. That's disgusting. And women should be able to get jobs that they weren't able to get, and that's that. I want equality, damn it. I want equality. Now let's get back to that wet nurse thing. Why do babies get to use wet nurses? You don't think I like milk? I like milk too, and I also like slurping on boobs. So if there's some wet nurses out there, damn it, forget about the kids. The kids don't have jobs. I got a job. Okay? The kids' insurance pays for the wet nurse. I'll pay for the wet nurse out of my own pocket. 
Okay, that's wrong to think that. That's disgraceful. I apologize. I'm sorry. I just have not had a date in like three months, and I'm I, things are just going wrong, and I'm starting to think some stuff I shouldn't think. Sorry. But you knew what you were signing up for. This isn't like my 132nd podcast. You knew I was crazy to begin with, and I say weird shit. So just deal with it. But you know what I'm saying. Men, if you have a job that's great, women should be allowed to do it. And women, if you control a job or are dominant in a job, and a man wants to get inside of that job and do a good job, you should allow them in it. And society, damn it, every last one of you, don't be so gender-specific. Let a man do jobs that are mostly women and vice versa. Yeah, that's right. And that's Anthony's America. Equality reigns. Yeah. But if you're going to treat anybody extra special, uh, treat me extra special. Just listen to my shit and, you know, that kind of thing. Because I think I should be treated special. I'm, I'm just saying that, just, you know, for no particular reason. That kind of kind of messed that up, didn't I? I had, a, like, a good thing going on. So I was saying some nice equality stuff. And then I kind of turned it into something about how I should be treated special. That's kind of wrong, isn't it? Yeah. But what about it works? What about I actually get treated right and, and I get treated extra special by people and then that, that works out good for me? I should probably not put this part in the... I should probably just edit this whole section out of the podcast, right? Because it's going to make me look like a dickhead, right? I should I should probably cut it out. No, I really... I should? Oh, really? Oh. I just embarrassed myself, didn't I? Oh, crap. Well, it won't be the first time. Okay, you sick bastards. Let me tell you something. You know, a lot of times I was listening, I was watching the news, and I was talking to some people, and they always complain about the level of accuracy of the meteorologists. And everybody complains about, oh man, them damn meteorologists, man, they said it was going to be six inches of snow, and it was only 5.2 inches of snow, man, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They stink, they blow, they suck, they don't know nothing, they are garbage, they stink, blow, suck, bleh. But if you notice, most of the time, they're pretty damn right. Do they mess up every once in a while? Yes, but they always give you percentages. It's a 75% chance that this is going to be a foot of snow, but it's also the chance that this is not going to happen. It's not an exact science, but it is science. And let's keep it real. It's pretty good. If it wasn't pretty good, every news station wouldn't be doing it. If it wasn't pretty good, it wouldn't be in the newspapers. If it wasn't pretty good, it wouldn't be a whole station of weather stuff. Let's keep it real. But... When you think in terms of meteorologists, you have to think in terms of something else. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I usually give you a little preamble before I talk about what I really want to talk about. And it's always tied in because that's what I do. <laughs> and I bring up meteorologists because I, I'm just talking about the way that we prognosticate. The way that we try to figure out what's going to happen in the future. And I say, my friends, even though you think that meteorologists sometimes mess up and they're not perfect don't you realize that you are a relationship meteorologist think about it are you not pretty accurate about what's going to happen on thanksgiving when your family comes over you're pretty good at it aren't you you're pretty good when it comes to figuring out what's going to happen when everybody comes over for christmas you're pretty good at figuring out what's going to happen at the New Year's Eve party at work. You're pretty good at figuring those things out because what do you do? The same thing the meteorologist does. Meteorologist checks the barometric pressure and the this and the level of this and the ocean temperature and this and that and the winds and the and the, and the water in the air and the, and this and that and you do the same things. 
You didn't get the amount of sales this month that you normally got. It's actually been a down sales time. And the office manager's being a real pain in the ass. She wants to kill everybody. And your sales haven't been that great. No one's sales has been that great. You did not get a Christmas bonus. And now all of these people who are pissed off at each other are all in the same office at the same time. And they have been drinking. Now, relationship meteorologist... What do you think the weather in the office is going to be like, huh? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Thanksgiving shows up, you know, and you know for a fact that two people whose marriages actually suck and who have gone on to different relationships but refuse to leave the family alone, refuse to let the that other person come into the house, into the family on Thanksgiving and tell their side of the story, they're both going to come with their significant others and they're both going to come with the intention of making a point and showing up the other person. They're going to both be there on Thanksgiving and they both like to drink. You know what the temp- you know exactly what the temperature is going to be in on Thanksgiving, don't you? Of course you do. Right? You even know, it's like when, uh, when you watch the weather, during times of the year when the weather is pretty much exactly the same. 80, sunny and 80, sunny and 79, sunny and 78, sunny and... It's the same crap weather all the time. You look at the weather chart across the screen and it's going to look exactly the same all the time. You know what time of year that is and you know when it's going to happen. And it's the same thing when that one relative comes over. doesn't even have to be a whole bunch of different people. You see the car pull up out front. Oh, God. Oh, no. You check your relationship weather chart and you know what's going to happen. The same thing the other five times this jackass showed up at your house. The same thing. Hey, see you got your, uh, see you, uh, see you got some beer in the refrigerator, huh? Uh, you mind if I have a beer? <laughs> and what happened the last time this jackass asked for a beer? A beer. Apparently, uh, where this guy comes from means ten. See, most people think uh means one beer. Oh, no, no, not this guy. Uh means ten. And you know what's going to happen when he has those ten beers? The same thing every other time when he has ten beers. He's going to start to act like a complete D-bag. He's going to get drunk. He's going to confuse that big house plant with the girl he went to high school with that he used to be in love with. And you know what's going to happen after beer seven? He's going to start singing to that big house plant. There's an 80% chance of that. You know what's going to happen after the eighth beer? He's going to grab at its imaginary tits. After the ninth beer, ninth beer, he's going to grab at its non-existent ass. And on beer 10, he's going to begin having sex with that tree. There's a 90% chance of that. But then you realize that it's been annoying you because he keeps doing it. And you know something's wrong because every time he shows up, all the trees actually physically get up and run into the basement, which is kind of a weird thing because trees don't have legs. But for some reason, they have the capabilities of doing that when the tree humper shows up. And you realize I'm annoyed with the fact that this drunk bastard comes to my house, drinks up all my beer and begins having sex with the, with the, with the house plants. That sick bastard. And you know there's a 90% chance of that, of course. But I say the next time that happens, damn it, when you know he's going to do something stupid like that, you know he's going to bang all the houseplants, you know what's going to happen? 
I say make sure that there's a 100% chance that you record him banging the houseplants and showing it to him when he's sober. Hey, uh, uh, they tell me I did something weird at your house for the 50th straight time. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to come back, you know, at your request, you know. I, I don't know why you called me back, but I just came back to apologize for, uh, you know, for, for banging your house plants. Oh, no problem, no problem. I want to show you this film. Hey, that's me. Oh, God. What am I doing? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's that's you. That's you banging the house plants. Um, we have several copies of this. Um, we like you enough that we actually allowed you in the house because when you're not drunk, you're not a complete piece of shit. But I want to let you know right now, you're allowed to come over. And every time you come over and you do something stupid, we're going to record it. And if you ever do anything stupid again, how can I put this politely? If you continue to watch the film, you'll notice what you would see what you're signing right there. That's a release. That's a release. A video release. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to start a YouTube channel called Drunk Friend Fucks Plants. I mean, let's be honest, you didn't actually take your clothes off, so it's not nudity. It's just you dry humping houseplants. So there won't be any nudity problem. We're going to start a, a channel of you fucking houseplants. There's a 100% chance we're going to do that, you stupid bastard. So I want you to understand right now. You're welcome to come into the house. But if you fuck any more of my houseplants, it's going online, okay? Oh, oh all right. Uh, do you want a beer? Oh, no, 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 I don't want any beer. I'll take a Coca-Cola. <laughs> I don't do any weird shit when I drink Coca-Cola, do I? No, you're actually quite pleasant when you drink Coca-Cola. Oh, I have a Coke. Good. Good choice, my friend. Good choice. <laughs> okay, my friends. Let's talk about this. You know, I ran across somebody who was being an asshole to somebody. And it was really weird because essentially everybody was giving them an excuse. Oh, well, he didn't, he didn't mean it. He was just, a, he, oh, you know, he just, he, I mean, it's just his way. He, just, he didn't mean to do it. He, he didn't, and he didn't mean it. And he did, and he did. Listen, let me just say something right now. If you're an asshole to people, you did it because you're meant to be an asshole. Okay. Asshole is one of those things where every time I've seen someone be an asshole, it's because they made the decision to be an asshole. They chose to be an asshole. Nobody's an asshole by accident, right? You know, you, you, when you, when there's an accident, you usually trip and drop something that's important. Oh, I, I, that was an accident, right? Something happens on the street. There's water on the road. You're, you're not driving recklessly, but for some reason, this particular road is black ice. It's slick. You're driving re responsibly, but it just so happens your car slips. You, you crack into something. That's an accident. You fall asleep while you're cooking something. That's an accident. Okay, but you're never an uh, an asshole by accident. Nobody went. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, I had planned on being respectable and honorable in this particular situation, but I tripped and decided to call your mother a whore. I'm so sorry about that. I did not. I, you know, had I not tripped, it would it would not have happened. It was a complete accident. You know what? I was going to drive responsibly, but then I saw that open space and I wanted to get to my job one tenth of a second faster. So I cut in front of you and almost caused you to drive into something. But it was a complete accident because you know I I, I hit my elbow and, and and then I just decided to fuck everyone else's life. I'm going to just jump into this lane. It was a complete accident. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> yeah, no. You were an asshole on purpose. And we need to stop acting like people are not assholes on purpose. We need to stop acting like they didn't design 
the action to get back at you. When you cut viciously in front of somebody in traffic, you're like, fuck this guy, I'm taking the lane. You're meant to do it. When you called your wife's mom a whore, when you called, you said your husband's balls were the size of a pen, the head of a pen, you come on, you thought of that shit. You're not that inventive. You came up with that shit last week. Next time that motherfucker says something to me, I'm going to say his balls are the size of a pen. I can't wait till she says something to me. The second she does something to me, I'm going to tell her what a whore her mother is. Come on, you plan that shit out. You know, I used to watch, it was, it was a girl I was dating. And when everything was cool, everything was great. We had a great time. We laughed. We joked. But whenever we were having kind of like, you know how every relationship, you have those argument moments, those little periods of time when you're arguing. It may, it may be a week where you're having a hard time or maybe a couple of days. It may even be just a day where you're arguing. And you know, everything's kind of, you're not, you're not going to break up or anything like that. You just are mad at each other. You ever see the other person, like say you're having a fight. Well, I'll be right back. I'm going to the store. I just need to be away from you for a while. And you see them walking down the street and it looks like they're having a conversation. Oh, no, they're not on their cell phone. Oh, no, no. They're practicing the fight. They're practicing what they're going to say. They know you well enough to know that they're more angry than you are. And thus, your adrenaline is not going to be going. And thus, you're not going to be able to come up with a snappy comeback the way they will. You're not going to be angry enough to say mean things. They're going to have a clean shot at your emotional chin. You're going to say, yeah, well, you know what? I really, I really don't like the way you wore that dress. Oh, really? Is that so? Your dick's the size of a pencil. What the f- Wait a second. All I said was I didn't like the dress. I didn't say there was anything wrong with you. And all of a sudden you're talking about mother. And another thing, your dad, he blows dogs. What the hell? Wait, where'd that come from? She was practicing that shit. She was practicing. You saw her walking down, down to the car, hands going. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say his dick is like a pencil, and I'm gonna say his dad blows dogs, and I'm gonna say this whole thing, and I can't wait to. And I'm on to the end. I don't act like you don't do the same shit, guys. I mean, you don't plan it out as well as women do. All you do is come up with one good line. <laughs> I'm gonna tell her her ass looks fat. <laughs> Neither one of you had to do that. You could have been reasonable. You could have said, you know what, we're angry right now. Let's just talk about why we're angry. Let's discuss the thing we're pissed off about. But you don't. What do you do? You talk about his genitals. He talks about your ass. It's the same thing with your friends. You do the same old shit. He was drunk. He knew he could have got the window down in time to vomit out the car. But he's mad at you for stopping the fight. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't mean to vomit in your new car. <laughs> you know he meant that shit. Why? Because he was so drunk, he didn't realize. He said, this will show you for breaking up that fight. I'm going to vomit in your car. Ha ha. And then he said, dude, you just said, you're mad at me for breaking up the fight and keeping you from getting stomped and you vomited in my car. But it was an accident. You just said, I'm going to vomit in your car. I don't remember that. It's going to be a lot of things you don't remember tomorrow. You're not going to remember falling down the steps in 15 minutes. You're not going to remember that. You're not going to remember all the money from your wallet be disappearing and paying for the fucking carpet because the carpet's going to cost me about $80 to finish that carpet. There's going to be magically $80 missing from your wallet when you're unconscious. <laughs> but you know, but that's going to be an accident in 14.3 in 14 minutes and 15 seconds. <laughs> also, you might get punched in the mouth a couple of times. That's also going to be an accident. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be pictures of your balls on the internet. Uh, that's also going to be an accident about an hour from now. Okay. <laughs> Cause I can be an asshole too, you douchebag. But come on. <laughs> Everybody knows assholishness is, is, is thought out. It's pre-planned. 
You know when you're mad, you're going to say something dumb. You know what you're saying. You go. That's why you go for the most vicious shit. You wouldn't go for the most vicious shit if you hadn't planned it out. You know, if you were mad, you would just, when you're mad, you don't think clearly. You know, you're more likely to do this. And another thing, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, well, uh, uh, well uh, the hell with you. And she'll go, but yeah, you're, you're, I hate you. That's all you can come up with when you're angry when you didn't plan anything. When you have a PowerPoint presentation about how he ain't shit in the sack and a PowerPoint presentation about how her dad was right about not marrying your punk ass and how she should marry a real man with the word real is actually in cat was actually flashing with lights around. It's like bad enough that you said I'm not a real man. But did you have to have Bugs Bunny dance across pointing to the word real? Did you have to do that? Well, <laughs> I, I, I just I, that, that was an accident. It was not an accident. I can see you on the bottom of the damn PowerPoint presentation, all the edits, and it says that you, you actually created this three months ago, and you've been editing it almost every day for the last three months. What the hell is this? I don't know. That must be a really malfunction in the program. <laughs> right? And he does the same thing. I am out of here. I'm so mad. I just need to take a. I just need a couple of hours to go away and rethink what the hell's going on. Now, what's with this ticket to Vegas? What ticket to Vegas? The ticket to Vegas you bought three months ago, you bastard. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I definitely didn't plan on starting this fight and then making you mad at me and then having an excuse to go to Vegas and get drunk and, and play with hookers' titties. <laughs> Come on, guys. We all know being an asshole and doing asshole things are thought out and planned out. So, if you're having an asshole moment, stop. Don't launch the emotional nuclear weapon and blow your relative up or blow your friend up or blow anything up. Just stop. Chill. Relax. Don't go for the jugular. You know it's going to come back to haunt you. It's going to be an arms race of emotional violence and you don't want that to happen because that shit is not fun. Trust me. I know. I know things. I'm just trying to help you. Segment over. You know what, guys? This, this is this is like an, an interesting thing. I was I was driving down the road and I was behind a bus, and and on, on the bus it was a picture of a cupcake, or of some kind of some kind of uh, cupcake type crap with chocolate on the outside. And I looked at it and it had chocolate on the outside, then it had cake on the inside of the chocolate. Then on the inside of the cake that was on the inside of the chocolate, there was cream. Those essentially are like three different separate desserts in one dessert. And I was sitting there thinking about it. I'm sitting there going, the simple fact that we actually have dessert itself, the fact that we have a food called dessert, something that comes up that's a treat after the meal, is kind of weird and unique to us, you know, as a country that has, you know, a lot of stuff. If you really think about it. Right. I mean, when there's countries where there, people don't have any food at all, they're not worried about dessert. They just want to, they want to know, can I find something to eat so I don't have to eat the slowest person that lives in this house? Or, you know, you know what I mean? And it's, it's just, it's just really weird how that works. It's not enough that we have a lot of food. Our food has to earn its keep. It has to be unique. It's like the food actually has to audition for us. It's like the food actually... Yes, yeah, actually, like it has to audition. I mean, raisins had to dance. There was a point when raisins were not a popular thing to eat, and then they did that dance and raisins thing, and all of a sudden, oh well, now that they're dancing, 
I, I just thought the Raisins were just lazy bastards that sat there in the bowl. But now that they dance, I mean, now that they dance, they're worthy of eating. It's fantastic. You know what? I was not going to eat you, Raisins. But now that I see that you have a second talent, I see that it's time for you. I can dance with you. I can dance. I can eat you. But if you ever stop dancing, I'm telling you right now, if you ever stop dancing, I'm going to stop putting you in my cornflakes. Don't think you could just lay there and be eaten and be nourishment. I, I I can get all of that nourishment from other foods. Don't think that you just because you sit there because you 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 ain't nothing but a dried up grape in the first place. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, okay? Because I still eat grapes. Grapes don't have to dance to get my attention. You understand? So don't get so full of yourself, damn it. Because there's always a grape. There's a grape out there, a young, fresh, vibrant grape trying to get my attention. Because you don't appreciate me, raisins. Sitting there in your bowl all dried up, thinking just because you've been around a long time, you deserve to have the same consideration as far as getting into my stomach as that fresh young grape. You make me sick. <laughs> right? Because you see food, da- I mean, when you would go to the movie theaters, I would watch those old movie theater uh you know, before you would sit down, you would sit down eating these little pre, these uh, little pre-movie things where the food would be dancing. Eat the popcorn, eat the popcorn. Hey, have a soda. The soda's like doing the can-can and the popcorn's juggling shit. Food's auditioning. I don't know if I, I would eat you, but what else would eat? What else you got? Hot dog, what can you do? Oh, you just lay there. Oh, and I have to put mustard on you? So you're not even, you need condiments, really? So you, you, you you're not delicious enough by yourself? Oh, you need bread too? Oh, so basically, I don't even know why you're here by yourself, Hot Dog. Okay? You're part of a team. You may be the lead singer, but are you really the lead singer? If I take the mustard off of you and I take the bun away, would anybody just take a plate out and just put a hot dog, meaning you, on the plate and just eat you? Oh, they wouldn't? No. They have to chop you up and then dip you into something? So basically... You're pretty useless without a whole bunch of other things going on, hot dog. You, I mean, even uh, uh, bun. Don't be getting so. Don't, what are you? What are you laughing at? Nobody eats you by yourself. At least a hot dog. If I'm really hungry, I could try to eat that by itself. I'd attempt it. I could chop the hot dog up and dip it in mustard. Ain't nobody chopping you up and dipping you in mustard. You a you a work. You a more bullshit than the damn hot dog. At least the damn at least the damn raisins can sing and dance like with Motown songs and shit. What the fuck do you two do? I mean, together you're not bad, but okay, hot dog, get inside the bun. I know you don't like working together. I'm the one who's going to eat you or not eat you. And you better calm down because there's some other food that, okay, good, they get together, get together. All right, that's good. That's good. Let's see what we got here. You still don't look appetizing. Where's my, put the condiments on them. Put some relish on You know what? Fuck. You know what? As a group, you guys are pretty good. You should all forget about your solo careers. Forget about your solo careers and you should form a super group called Hot Dog, Bun, Mustard, Ketchup, Relish, and Sauerkraut. Now you go out there and you practice your routine and you can come back in later on. Now I talked about this before and it was just really weird that I remember, because yeah, I talked about this in an earlier podcast. It was just like a really weird thing that the food actually auditions for us. Because I, I, do, I do remember I did make a hamburger do some stand-up for me once. But it started doing some material about airline food. And I'm going, what is this, 1985? Long before I even picked up a microphone? You're corny. Get out. But other countries don't even. <laughs> you know, when you see people on TV and they don't have enough food. And and then you see people in a like a ritzy restaurant. Oh, send that back. It's not cooked exactly perfectly. 
There's a guy outside in the box going, I don't give a fuck if you rolled it on the floor. Bring that shit to me. Kind of makes you think, doesn't it? And when I saw that cupcake, I'm going, ah, damn. If you gave me some chocolate, I, could, I would enjoy that. If you gave me some cake, I would enjoy that. If you gave me that crap that was inside the cake, maybe I would enjoy that. But you put them all three together, and now we have this shit. Food that absolutely does nothing for us nutritionally. And actually, the food actually makes it worse for us. That food that right there that looks so incredible with the chocolate and then the cake and then the cream inside of the cake, that shit is fucking killing us. I mean, I'm still going to eat it. I mean, come on, I'm not an idiot. But it's amazing. Places in the world have absolutely no food. And then there's places that have a whole lot of food. And then there's places that have a whole lot of food and then create food that makes you sick. The fuck is that? This world is crazy. It's not that crazy. So I just thought if I took that cake with the with the chocolate and then the cake on the in, the cake on the inside and then and then the cream on the inside. If I actually took that right and I put it on put it in the plate and microwave it just about fifteen seconds, get it nice and soft, and then I took some ice cream that really doesn't have any cream in it because I don't know what that shit is on the fucking back of the on the back of the box. I don't know what. I'm starting to be convinced that some of those words don't even exist. I know some of those words when you read them, you can if you remember any of your chemistry, you know that some of them are sugars and we we all know that blah blah blah. But I'm telling you, I don't recognize some of that shit, and I understand that crap. And I'm telling you right now. I think they're just making words up now. Yeah, that's right. I said it. They're making words up now because they know if they just put two chemicals up back there, you go, why is there only two things in there? This t- I, I feel I have there's a lot of flavors. I taste a lot of stuff. There can't be two chemicals in there. But then they put 55,000 chemicals in there and they try to bore you and not reading what's back there. You know? You know what I'm talking about when somebody just, just fucking does a lot of weird shit to distract you from what they really they really don't want you to know about you 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 watch the news you read the newspapers you know what that's like but i'm telling you right now the stuff on the back of those ice cream containers that shit is made up there's no ice in there there's no cream in there there's no fruit in there when i had it pisses me off that there's no fruit in there but what i'm gonna do is take that shit and take a scoop of that and put it on top of my confection with the chocolate and the, the, the cake and the cream and i'm gonna put that nasty ass fake ass ice cream on the top of it and then i'm gonna eat it and it's gonna make me happy i don't care if it's fake food and i don't care if it's taking a year off my life i don't give a shit i'm eating it don't judge me damn it you know you eat that shit yourselves you sick bastards you know what guys i just, I just realized something well actually a little earlier today i'm gonna have to Stop going to a specific bank branch. You know, uh, it's really one of a weird thing because I, when I work with, when I go someplace and I feel comfortable going there, and everybody feels the same way. When you feel comfortable going to a place, you like to just keep everything to be cool and everything to be relaxed, everything to be great. But this bank branch just completely ruined it for me. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I go to a friend's house to pick up something. I'm, I'm actually in my travels during the course of the day. I know I have to go by a friend's house, physically past the friend's house. The friend finds out that I have to go past their house. And I go, and they go, could you do me a favor? Could you, could you pick up this thing and take it to another friend's house for me since it's on your way? I say, hey, no problem. So by the time I get from where I am to the friend's house, they add another errand to it. He goes, okay, do, yes, could you do me a favor? Hey, what's up, man? Um, when you when you taking this to, to, the, to the other person's house... Uh, I'm going to write you a check. I'm going to give you a check. Could you do me a favor? I'm going to make it out to you. Could you go to the bank? Because it's the same bank you use, right? Yeah. 
uh, and could you just bring the cash back to me? Because I don't feel like going to the ATM, man. I don't like that ATM. Oh, okay, no problem, no big deal. It's on the way, no big deal. So I go do that, and I figured I'd do the bank thing near the end because I just figured I don't want to be running around with this person's money in my my pocket. You know, I want to get my ass whooped for somebody else's money. So I go to the bank, and I go, can we cash this check? I go in to cash the check, and it's the bank that I use. It's not my main bank. It's a bank that I use basically to... I have the account there merely so I can buy things on the internet. That's the only reason I have that account. So there's almost nothing in there. And I only dump bread in there when I know at some point I'm going to be making the purchase on the internet. That's what it is. I go into the bank. I cash, I put the I put the money. I say, I'm here. How are you doing? I'm here to cash this check. Do you have an account with us? Yes, I do. Would you sweep your card? Not a problem. I sweep my card. And the guy goes, did you know that you don't have a savings account with us? What kind of dumbass question is that? Like, there's people running around that don't know whether or not they have savings accounts in banks. But I'm figuring, okay, I understand maybe this is some kind of stupid bullcrap sales pitch, and he worded it in, uh, uh, unartfully. That's okay, no big. That's it. Yeah, I know that. You know, because all you have to do is you can just do for twenty five dollars. You can just open up, a, you know, because there's going to be a fee. There's a fee on this account, you know, five dollars. And you know, if you if you have a checking, if you have a savings account with us, and you link the accounts and you double, triple this type of account and then triple this account, and that's what he started to sound like to me. Start savings, five dollars. And I go, whoa, 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 five before what five dollar fee? What are you talking? About? It costs. I'm, a person made a check out to me. I have an account in this bank, and you're charging me five dollars to cash a check to a bank that I'm a part of. What are you talking about? The manager comes over and said, "Did you know that it's it's a five dollar fee for this? Did you know it's five? It's a five dollar fee. It's a fee. It's a fee five dollars. The fee five. I'm going. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're both talking to me at the same time. So let me be very, very clear. I'm trying to cash this check. Are you telling me that there is going to be a fee on my checking account? which has nothing to do with this, or are you telling me that there's a $5 going to have to come out of the money that I'm getting, that I'm cashing from this check? Are you telling me that? Because I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's, I don't think you would do, I don't think that applies to people that have an account at the bank, which I obviously do because I use the ATM card to identify myself. And they go, oh, no, no, what we're saying is, is that you... You should just get a savings account with us because if you have a savings account and you have a certain amount in the savings account, then what happens is this waves the fee. It waves the fee. The checking account is the fee. It waves the fee. And I go, was it five bucks a month or whatever? I don't give a shit. You know, I said, I said, could you just, could you please, can, can you cash the check, please? Now, keep in mind, this is about six or seven minutes of them giving me, trying to get me to open up a savings account in a bank where I already have a checking account and they have not even begun doing the transaction. They haven't even begun cashing the check. They have not looked at my ID. They have not pressed the button indicating that they knew that I swiped my card because it's waiting and waiting and waiting for them to do so. And I'm going, can you please cash the check? And the great thing about our checking account is, our savings account, is and I'm going, cash the check, please. But the thing is, you're waving your fee, the $5, I'm going, I don't care about the $5 fee. It's okay. It's, it's really, I don't think the 60 bucks a year is a big deal. And if I decide to get a checking account or another savings account, here, I'll get another savings account. But I am in a hurry. I am in a hurry. I have to go. But they did get, and then I'm, and keep in mind, they still have not even begun to cash the check yet. And I'm going, guys, 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 how about this? 
do me a favor. Cash my check. Because they literally they had started to begun to use the same tactics that I remember when I was younger when I bought my first brand my first car was a new car my first brand new car I had I had junkers before that this the um the used it wasn't the used car dealer but car dealerships do that thing where they take your ID and then one guy go I'm gonna photocopy your ID young Mister Thomas okay and he's gonna talk to you about financing <laughs> and then he takes your ID three floors down in the building and you can't find out where the hell he is and he has your driver's license and then you know, all this kind of stuff. Stuff, and you can't leave obviously because he has your stuff and they're sitting there browbeating you but you can pay this right uh no i only have this to pay. but but but, but this is almost like that i mean and, and it's, it's close by and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna walk across there and i'm gonna talk to my manager and i'm gonna see whether or not we can do a deal and he, and he goes over to the manager's office and the manager's office is always completely glass in case so you can see everything so you can see the body language of the guy that's trying to sell you the car fighting for you fighting for you and the manager slams his hand on the desk no damn it oh and he goes no why you know it looks it looks like you know one of those movies where you know if you didn't know that this was a sales training you would figure it was a, a, a quentin tarantino movie where the manager is about to whoop the ass of the salesperson and he comes back i fought for you man but he just says he will not budge on this now, the thing that was hilarious about the whole situation was I had just completed almost the exact same sales training that guys who do and ladies who do uh, sales of used cars uh, take. I know the training techniques. I even know at the time. I don't remember now, but I remember I remember with each one of those sales tricks, each one of them had a name, some kind of corny old style 40s type name. And I knew what they were. And I'm watching them and I'm going, these guys aren't even do these guys are even doing them in the sequence they were in the book. These guys haven't even, you know, modernized them or changed the order or anything. I'm saying, this is ridiculous. You know what? I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him stay downstairs with the, with my fucking license, and I'm just gonna torture this bastard because I already know what I'm going to pay and what I'm not going to pay. And this is amusing to me. Maybe maybe ten years from now I'll podcast about it. <laughs> See, podcasting wasn't around then, <laughs> but I was. But was before my time. I I knew what was happening in the future. Unfortunately, I couldn't pick lottery numbers. Shut up. Anyway, that's what it was like in the bank. You know, give me get my other manager. I'm going, Why are you getting another manager at the bank to tell me about a savings account when all I want you to do is cash my check? Now, when I walked into the bank, there was no one but in the bank. Now, all of a sudden, there's a line of 16.6 trillion people behind me, and they're looking at me like I'm the asshole, like I'm causing the problems. Because if you look at me, from my body language, I'm annoyed, and the people behind the counter are doing that pleading body language as if I'm working them over as if I'm the reason for the holdup and they're all behind me like this guy this guy and I looked around and said guys guys no 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 I understand what you're thinking I just came in here to cash a check these people are trying to force me to get a check in the account all I want to do is cash this check I should have been out there by now you mean to tell me you they, they, you, you you trying to cash a check I we was I was mad at you because I thought you were just asking for dumb stuff and they oh man why don't you just cash that man's check yeah cash his check cash his check cash his check cash his check only thing missing was uh uh, 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 Sally Field jumping up there with a sign with the fucking with, 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 like that scene from Norma Ray. Damn it, I want to cash this check. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Who wants to cash a check? Let him cash a check. Let S. Anthony cash a check. Let S. Anthony cash a check. That's right, people. We will cash this check and then we will go on to Washington. <coughs> okay, that was a bit of an exaggeration, but uh. <laughs> 
but they were so hardcore trying to get me to open up a, a checking account with 25 bucks in it. I'm going, you know, if you, when I, I this was like in, in the, in, near where I lived in the more ritzy area. And I used to, I usually go to the more, the bank in the more ritzy area because that's where I come back into my, into the city uh, where I live. They have the same thing where they will always try to pitch you on opening up a checking account. I mean, I'm sorry, a savings account. I don't know why I keep messing that up. A savings account, but it's it's more like this, Mr. Thomas. Thank you very much. I'm a cash this check for you. Would, would like to do that, uh, Mr. Thomas. While and, and keep in mind, the whole time she's making the sales pitch, she's actually doing the transaction. She's working the entire time. She's cashing the check. She's dubbing them. She's verifying this. And Mr. Thomas, if you open up, if you if you're interested in opening up a checking account, we'd be, I'm, I'm, why do I keep doing? I mean, savings a savings account. If Mr. Thomas, if you're interested in opening up a savings account, we'll be very happy to do that for you. It's of course the minimum of twenty. $5 and it will need the transaction will take no more than 10 to 15 minutes if you're interested in that but uh, if you're not interested in that just keep that in mind and we'll be here anytime you need us here's the here's the money that you requested is there anything else I can do for you Mr. Thomas oh uh, no thank you very much I really appreciate it thank you very much thank you for coming to the bank and we'll see you next time and like I said if you wanted to open that checking account here's my card give me a call and I'll, I'll be very happy to help you and then I let they let me walk out the damn door that's how you get people to open a checking account. I mean, I'll say, why do I see? I did it again. How do you get people to open a savings account? That's how you do it. You make them aware of it. You make it a pleasant experience. You do it with professionalism. That's how you do it. So when you go to the area that's more upscale, which is not that far away from where I am, all of a sudden they treat their customers with with respect. I go into the the, the one that's near, close to where I'm living, which is actually closer by about about two miles. And, and you know, so you don't want a savings account. <sighs> and then when they realized I absolutely was not going to get a savings account, you would have thought that I spit on both of them while kicking their children and setting their cars on fire. Uh, so you don't want a savings account. Well, maybe you don't like to save money. <laughs> Only thing missing was horns popping out of both of their heads. bastard. <laughs> And they're mad at me because now the people are mad behind me are mad at them because they now know what's actually happening. I'm surprised the damn security guard wasn't waiting for me at the front door. Oh, you thought you was leaving without getting a savings account? Oh, no, man. Guys, where are the rest of the guards? And then like eight security guards come up, start, you know, start punching inside of their own hands. Yeah, man. Oh, you going to get a savings account? Mm-hmm. We use a surveillance camera to look into your wallet when you take you when you took your driver's license out, and we know you got sixty dollars in your wallet. So you got more than enough to open up a savings account, bro. Oh, you gonna open the savings account up? You open the savings account up, or you gonna get hurt? That's the only thing missing. But if they had done that, I had already rallied the other eighteen people in line behind me to my cause. Damn it! I would have just looked up and said, "Oh, really? You think you bad?" You ain't bad, you security guards. You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. Your butt is mine. Okay, I wouldn't have broken into a Michael Jackson song, but you know what I'm saying. I would have been able to get out because the people behind me would have rallied to the S machine. And if they don't keep it down, I'll go into my podcast and I will get the S, the Sat Pod Army. And we will rise up and bust their asses, won't we? We, You won't, really? Because by the time you see this, you listen to this podcast, it'll be like four days after it happened, and then I won't care anymore. And 
And you, and you probably be thinking, well, that's funny, but we're not going to go beat up anybody at a bank for you. We'll listen to you, and we'll, you know, but we're not going to beat anybody up. <sighs> yeah, well, that's, that's cool. That's cool. You know, I'm, I'm surprised that you people won't beat anybody up for me. You know, I, I mean, I've been entertaining you guys for almost a year now with these, with this, with this, this great podcast, and uh, you know, y'all won't beat anybody up for me. I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, you know, a, a real podcast army would beat people up for me, but but that's okay, that's okay. I'll settle for you just listening and saying nice things and writing me nice emails. I'll, I'll settle for that, and I'll settle for the nice tweets. I'll settle for that, but but eventually, I'm I'm gonna need you to make more of a commitment and 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 you know, get into. You know, following my lead like I'm a cult leader and beating people up. But but right now, I just settle for you listening. Oh, yeah. Can't believe these people won't beat people up in a bank for me. This is bull, man. I bet other podcast audiences beat up people for people. They don't. Other podcast audiences don't beat up people either. Really? Oh, I think I might have misconstrued what a podcast audience does. So basically, they, they just kind of listen to the show and enjoy it and then... And then write like nice emails and stuff, and, and like give you reviews and crap, and all. that's that's it, really. Oh, oh, then then they're doing what they're supposed to do already, right? Oh, then I should probably be thanking them. Oh, never mind, guys. Um, <laughs> all the stuff that I was thinking about you and being mad at you for not beating up people, I didn't realize that loyal podcast audiences don't actually whoop people's ass for you. So uh, as it turns out, you're doing what you're supposed to do. So um, we're good. And uh, now that I've embarrassed myself and uh, misunderstood how this works, I'm, I'm going to end this segment. <clears throat> I'm out of here. I could end this segment. I just embarrassed myself again. Well, folks, I got to talk to you about something. And this is just a really, really weird thing that happened. I'm pulling up in front of my house, okay, and I see the mail carrier. And, you know, you give yourself, you give each other the polite nod. Hey, what's going on? Hey, whoa, hey, what's going on? What's happening, man? Hey, whoa, hey. You know, but, but the thing about it is the mail carrier comes to your house all the time. You see them all the time. They know your name. They know where you live. And then eventually you start striking up conversations. Now, I'm not saying you're close friends, your buddies or anything like that. But at the very minimum, you're talking to each other. Hey, what's going on? You know, hey, Phil, hey, Susan, whatever the, hell the mail carrier's name is. Right? And one time I'm getting a delivery and the mail carrier comes to the front of the house and there's a supervisor following the mail carrier around. And I tease the mail carrier. I'm going, you know, there's a guy following you, right? Don't look around. Don't look around. There's a guy dressed up in a mail carrier's outfit following you around. I don't know if you noticed it, but all I'm saying is that's just weird. Now, if you wanted me to distract him while you run away. So I went through that whole routine. So everybody's laughing. We're having a good time. And then the, the supervisor goes, oh, come on. I, I had him fooled. You know, and he goes, oh, man, you're back there. You know, which was like, you know, the kind of jokes you do when you're having a light little moment. So I'm thinking, you know, we're cool. You know, you know, and every time I see hey, what's going on, you know. So one day I see the mail carrier you see the guy with a bunch of other mail carriers. So I'm walking by and I happen to see him with a bunch of other people from the, from the that are delivering the mail. So I walk up to him and say, hey, Phil, what's going on, man? And he looked at me. As if he'd never seen me before, as if he had no idea that who I was. That he looked at me like, who was this? And I was surprised. I'm like, what the what? It felt like I was in one of those really bad '80s teen movies where you know uh, uh, you you have a friend with someone who's cool and he's cool to hang out with you and be friends with you as long as no one else knows you know each other but as soon as he's around his friends all of a sudden you're invisible and I'm going what the hell is this mother he's acting like he don't know me what the hell is this right and I'm like and I walked up closer to him because I figured maybe he didn't you know maybe he didn't I was far away maybe he didn't know who it was and he's, he's still like 
and looking at me as if he didn't know what I was talking about. And it was kind of amusing to me because I felt like the only thing missing was the host of the show's the show Cheaters busting out of a tree or something. So there he is, there he is, get him, get him, there he is, get him, get him, get him. Oh, so excuse me, Mr. Mail Carrier, you don't know who S. Anthony Thomas is? You don't know who S. Anthony Thomas is? Are you trying to say that you don't know who S. Anthony Thomas is? I don't know who S. Anthony Thomas is. Really? Well, we have some mail here from Mr. Thomas's house that has your fingerprints on it. Did he steal your fingerprints? Hmm? Uh, I, 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 and here's some video surveillance footage of you at Mr. Thomas's front door giving him the mail, just giving it to him. And now all of a sudden, you don't know Mr. Thomas? That's not me. That's, that, that could be any of the mail carriers. It could be any of them. No, 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 no says here, according to the slip here, that the mail was delivered by carrier 2719. Is that or is that not your number? But sometimes we use each other's numbers. Don't even try it. And then I bust out, oh, so you don't know me, huh? You gonna act like you don't know that you don't deliver mail to my house every day? You gonna act like you don't know who I am? Huh? You disgust me. I let you sit down on the front porch and I gave you a glass of cold water on a hot day. So I guess that's all I am to you, huh? Is a glass of cold water. You just deliver your mail and then walk on like nothing happened. Like we mean nothing to each other. You make me sick. Gonna try to act like you don't know me when these other male people are around. That's okay. You can play this game if you want to, you bastard. But let me tell you something right now. Now that you want to show out in front of everybody. Well, now it's my time to show out too. I'm going to tell you something, damn it. Whew, let me get myself together. Ah, I'm alright, I'm alright, I'm cool. I can do this, I can do this. This Christmas, damn it. You know, you probably didn't know this, but I usually give the people that the, that the maintenance guys, the, no, not the maintenance guys, but the sanitation guys on Christmas. Sometimes they come up and they put an envelope and they say, would you like to give us something for Christmas? And I give them 25 bucks. That's right. And the person that used to deliver my newspaper before I started getting it on my Kindle, I used to give him some money too because that's the kind of guy I am. And I know that a lot of mailmen, a lot of mailmen get something on Christmas from the people that deliver their mail. They're not supposed to, but they do. And because you had been delivering the mail to my house this year, I was going to give you the 25 bucks I gave the mailman last year. I was actually going to give you 30 because I thought you were cool because you and I had that little joke where the supervisor was following you around and we had that little joke, that thing with between me, the supervisor and you, that three-way conversation. That's right, three-way. But now that your other mail carriers are here, you're going to act like you don't know me. Well, let me tell you something, Buster. That, 20, that $30 that you were going to get, oh yeah, I'm going to give that to the sanitation guys. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give them all of that $30. Think about the $30 you would have got that you're not gonna get because the sanitation workers are gonna get it. Yeah, that's right. You feel dumb now, huh? Look at you. Look at you. Look at your, look at your so-called mailman friends. Look at the other mailmen laughing at you. <laughs> look at them showing you money that they got from customers from people on their route that gave them money because they showed them respect. I bet these mailmen don't act like they don't know people that they talk to on their route. Of course they don't. Because they're better than you. That's right, mail carriers. Other mail carriers that I don't know. 
this bastard right here. He's showing you what kind of person he is. Did you just hear him how he said how he said that he uses other people's numbers when he delivers? Think about that. The next time there's an anomaly with your delivery charts. Oh yeah, that's right. You just told on yourself, you bastard. You lost thirty bucks and you told on yourself, you sick freak. You dumb bastard. I hate your guts. And just to let you know, for all non essential mail, I'm gonna start using yeah. And I'm going to say this to your face and I'm saying this and I'm not saying this just to be mean. I'm saying it because you deserve to hear it. I'm going to start using FedEx and UPS. Oh, yeah. You brought this on yourself, you bastard. And from now on, when I write letters to people, it's going to be in the email, email. And you know why I says email? Not for electronics, because I've had enough of shit from you. So from now on, put the mail through the slot. You will not get a hello and a good morning from me, you bastard. Go fuck yourself, mailman. That's right. Isn't it ironic? You're the mailman and damn it, you made me go postal, you bastard. Well, everybody, that has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. And I want to thank everybody for listening, because I know a lot of you come back every week and there have been a whole bunch of new people coming on. And I know it's because the people that have been listening to me have been spreading the word and telling everybody. And I want to thank you for that. New people, I want to thank you for coming on and do what the people that got you here did. Tell everybody, damn it. Let everybody know about this thing, damn it. We can all be together and have fun, damn it. And I really like to say the word, damn it, damn it. <laughs> in all seriousness i just want to thank you guys all for coming along and listening to the stuff and the kind words uh that you sent i really appreciate it i really appreciate all the retweets and reblogs and re-everythings i just want to say thank you for that uh now the home base of this podcast is of course s anthony says dot podbean dot com and uh, i can also be heard on stitcher radio tune in radio and itunes yes i can yes i can and um the email address is uh, the S. Anthony says podcast at gmail dot com. So you know what to do with that. Now, to those of you that have donated to, uh, to support the podcast, thank you. Much love to you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To those of you that wish to, the only place you can do it is at S. Anthony says dot podbean dot com. Much appreciated in purpose on uh, uh, purpose. Much, uh, much appreciated in advance for those who do. For everybody else, thank you for listening. Make sure you spread the word. That's your job. That's your mission. Damn it. Like I said, I, I already told you earlier. I like that. For some reason, I like to say damn it. I don't know why, but for some reason, I like to say damn it a lot. So damn it. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Much love to everybody. I really appreciate the kind words and all the coolness. Much appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will see you next week, my friends and family and pod family and pod fam and potential stalkers or whatever the hell is going on out there, damn it. See, I said damn it again. Thank you very much, everybody. I will see you next week. S. Anthony out.